Oh, that reminds me. It's time to twit my hourly twup date. Sup, followers. Fry here. <coughs> Burping eggs. Scratching my underarm fungus. Looking for love. Send. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. This is Back to the Futurama, your podcast voyage through the Comedy Central reboot of one of the greatest TV shows Fox ever canceled. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. And today we're talking about Season 6, Episode 3, Attack of the Killer App. Ben, I have a question for you. You um, always do. I I certainly... I have something to posit to you, as always. Okay. So, early in this episode, they uh, throw away a... Uh, a Japanese toilet. An overly complicated Japanese toilet. Yes, that is that is a well-known, well-established fact. This Japanese toilet is still still wants to serve the Planet Express crew. To serve man, uh-huh. It turns out it's a toilet. <laughs> turns out it's a toilet the whole time. Um Fry indicates that he know uh, the uh, the toilet knows too much. This is not the sentence I have a problem with. The problem with if I were to say have a Japanese toilet, uh, I do not believe it would be like. No, I would love to to serve you more. It's like I've I've seen too much uh, <laughs> because I have the same things that the McElroy has with the bad stomachs. Okay, cool. Now, what would the Japanese toilet say about your stomach? The Japanese toilet would say about my stomach. Yes. Uh, nothing, because I made the toilet sign a non-disclosure agreement. Oh. <laughs> All right, I like the way this is turning. I did not realize toilets could follow NDAs, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I now know this. It's very important. Is, the, is that when, Asimov's fourth law? Yes. Sign one. Rule one. Uh, do, do no harm. Mm-hmm. It's also a doctor thing. Also a doctor thing. Um, rule two. Uh, don't do harm. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Similar concept, but different wording. Sure. Three. Another version of... Harm no one. Harm no one. Exactly. (laughs) Do no harm. Harm no one. Um, Don't hurt anybody. (laughs) Don't hurt anybody. Four. Sign non-disclosure agreements. Okay. All right. We got some... Whew, I, I feel like that's just airtight all around. Uh, there's no... And yes, I realize what I'm saying when I say airtight when I'm talking about toilet signing NDAs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's a joke there that I don't really want to make, but it's it's out there in the world. And listener, you probably have made it already in your head. Uh, I mean, I don't know I mean, where any of this is going. That's what the toilet said. Um <laughs> Wait, the toilet's not hooked up? That's not sanitary. Where, if it doesn't know where it's going, it should just go down the, the usual way. So, okay. okay. Here's what I'm going to posit. Okay. I would love to know what you posit. The office popularized. That's what she said. Yes. Brooklyn Nine-Nine popularized. Name of your sex tape. Sure. I feel that we here at Back to the Futurama... 
this is exclusive is what you're can saying. Can coin the phrase that's what the toilet said. <laughs> I can see so many many situations where this is useful. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, I sure do love having corn. That's what the toilet said. I, um, just so everyone <laughs> is clear, we made it to season six, episode three, before we devolved into nothing but toilet humor. Literal. Literally a toilet. Literally a toilet. Stool pigeons, we're coming for you. You've got competition now. This one's strictly from a Futurama lens, though. Now, no, what, what we're actually angling for is a crossover episode. What well, is this? A crossover episode? I have a question for you. Ooh. Where did you expect this toilet bit to go? If you, now, Ben, that's a that's a. I'm gonna let our you and our listeners uh, behind the curtain on this. I never know what I'm going to say on these disastrous bits until about two seconds when you hit that the button. Explains a lot. I feel like it's not even all that hidden. To be honest, it's okay. kind of known already. There have been a couple times where it came in my head a little bit sooner. Um, like the ranch incident. That's what the toilet said. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Attack of the Killer okay, App. Okay, we can actually coin that is the problem. <laughs> yeah, Attack of the Killer gonna, App. It's going to be that at, at Urban Dictionary, popularized by Ben and Mike, <laughs> Back to the Futurama. Hey, if that's a way to be memorialized forever, it's a way. It is it's, one of the ways you can A-way. do that. Yeah, yes. It is a way. Attack of the Killer App. We start out at... City Hall, which is spelled like the city bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mayor Poopenmeyer, speaking of, <laughs> is kicking off the, I don't know, 30, 83rd or 84th annual E-Waste Recycling Festival. E-Waste not, E-Want not. That's what the banner says. Don't get have this reaction like I just well, first off, invented ex- the wheel. You're expect- first off, you're expecting me to have caught that in my... I crap! I gotta finish watching this episode. Second, I kind of didn't realize. Where, I thought you were correcting me, and then you were making the joke, and I was like, "Ah!" Oh, uh, and that's where my brain like hit, did a hard reboot. My my brain's been doing a lot of hard rebooting recently. Fair enough. Um, my next note is Zoidberg gets aroused in crowds. He, uh, man, what can you say about Doctor Zoidberg? I think we've said a lot of it. I. I find it weird he gets aroused in crowds. As as an introvert, I get the opposite. <laughs> I get the, I have to leave now. Even in crowds uh, like the recent Mabim Bam show we went to in Portland. That was a very good show. There was still a lot of people. There was a lot of people. There were a couple times where I saw the line to get posters and I'm like, okay, yeah, if I go stand in that by myself, I'm going to be, I'm just not going to be a happy camper. Which friend of the podcast, Emma, recognized and said, I'll stand with you. And I felt... I felt better. That's why she's a friend of every podcast. Every podcast, exactly. Shout shout out to you, Tema. So yeah, the professor is at this e-wasting event uh, to throw out some old doomsday devices. He notes he will rest easier not knowing where they are. It's it's certainly logic. And then, yeah, this is when the Planet Express crew throws out a Japanese toilet that, um, as Fry puts it, knows too much. Yeah. I uh I think we've gone over this pretty pretty well uh, in the opening. I think so. Yes. Unless you'd like to do more toilet no. discussion. Okay. I'm done with that forever. You're done with the toilet forever? I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> Are you going into the woods, my man? 
There's not many woods around here. <laughs> it's it. We're in the middle of a city. There's some parks, sure. <laughs> you just you just keep talking, and I just like back to the future Futurama. They just keep talking. They just keep talking. Bender tries to ditch some evidence, but Flexo is there just for like a brief moment. Yeah. Usually Flexo shows up and then the whole episode is like, yo, Flexo plays a huge part in this. No, he's not just, in this one. He's in a dumpster. He's in a dumpster because he basically says like, look how defective we are. We're garbage. That are dangerously outdated. Yeah. And uh, then the e-waste is all ha- hauled off to the third world. The, uh, it is the third world of the Antares system. And, of course, the Planet Express crew is the one who is, you know, delivering uh-huh. all this e-waste. Uh, Mayor Mayor Poopemeyer mentions that it's by a team of minimum wage nobodies, which the professor says, good news, nobodies, which I thought was pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Well, pretty funny, not neat. Very sad because it's like, hey, I, I feel like I'm somebody. I do always like when, like, I, I don't know if there's a single professor delivering this sort of like, hey, you're the ones who's going to do this yeah. joke in the entirety of Futurama that I dislike. Like, they're all good. Yeah. I don't I don't think there's a bad one. I think the professor's just a pretty good character. Even though he is already in his pajamas. Good characters can have bad <laughs> attempted catchphrases. <laughs> I should hope so, considering I'm currently trying to coin, that's what the toilet said. I would like to, uh, you know, not be judged forever by the catchphrase that I'm trying to make a thing. Well, this is the problem, though. It's, it's, you're known for, in real life, uh, you're known for, most of the time, you're known for one thing, that's where you get your 15 minutes of fame. You've chosen to try to get that on the podcast that we do, which is fine, mm-hmm. but then coining, that's what the toilet said, <laughs> um, which I am in. I'm here for. I am. I'm going to work. Though? Well, I'm going to try to make this happen. I don't know how to organically get this into sentences, but you know, I'll try. Okay. I might just jam it in <laughs> to sentences. <laughs> We both looked at each other knowingly like, this would have been a good one, and then we couldn't do nope. it. So... <laughs> nope. So... Nope. Uh, how many of the sentences I'm going to say that are just going to be ended with nope? The, yes, they go to the third world of the Antares system, uh, which is covered in smog, and it's got rings of garbage circling yeah, it. Yeah, it's really bad. And they show up to this whole bunch of, like, aliens who uh just strip down all sorts of electronics for its various precious bits they're they basically half scrap both the planet express ship and bender before leela's like hey no we're bringing you other garbage yeah that's gotta be like even worse than being called a nobody literally like three seconds ago in this episode (laughs) it literally like hey we can get rid of this clunker for you it's mm-hmm. like it's not it's our clunker it's not even like rejecting the idea that it's not a clunker <laughs> is the best part i mean hey i've you know driven some clunkers in my lifetime oh, sure you I, know i think everybody has it's still if it's your clunker like it's important to you yeah it's it's a uh it's it's important to your heart because you're like you know other clunkers may be just like it but this one's mine that's very touching. It's mm-hmm. very moving. It's poetic. The, the rusted bumper, that's fine. Mm-hmm. The holes in the floor, it they suck, but okay. 
the fact that it doesn't have a roof and it's not a convertible. Okay, that really sucks. I do live in Oregon. Uh huh. Oh yeah. No. Still my clunker. That would be hashtag my clunker. That would be awful. It would be. Would it be Alanis Morissette? Ironic. It's like rain, and your car doesn't have a top. Uh, I think Alanis Morissette would say yes. <laughs> Perfect. That's all. I'm, I, that's okay. All, I, my whole <laughs> life goal is to make Alanis Morissette say yes to something ridiculous I've said. Okay, that is a very specific life goal. We will see if we can make that happen. If you are Alanis <laughs> Morissette, please tweet at Back to Futurama. I, I hope someday like this makes it to her ears and she's like, <laughs> why even? Why? And the answer is, eh. It's ironic. I don't even think I thought it th- far that far. That's what the toilet said. Meanwhile, <laughs> Leela is very perturbed by this... Uh, how just gross everything is there's like a dog that's literally falling apart there are kids playing in toxic waste yeah it's like they burn it down to get the the usable metals and everything else runs into their air and uh drinking water and it the drinking water looks like green it's awful. oh yeah no it is pretty disgusting also these aliens are actually like whipping the children to get them to work which Leela also rightly has a problem with. There's a lot of things going on on the third world of the Antares. Back system. at Planet Express. Uh, <laughs> I, yep. Uh, Leela is advocating for using the electronics as long as they can. Which uh, immediately Bender says, well, we can, we at least throw away this TV. The batteries are running low in the remote. Bender didn't listen at all. Does he ever? That's fair. I do really like how Leela's cell phone has this, like, old-timey robot assistant, like, call for you coming through from St. Louis. like, And and it has a rotary dial. I love it. (laughs) I missed the rotary dial. I was too obsessed (laughs) with this, like, old-timey operator voice assistant. I I love the fact that we got, like, focused in on different things. How can I get old-timey operator as my gps navigation voice well i think you just gotta have somebody record it and then you plug it i mean you're you're, you probably use uh google maps perhaps google make it happen okay google give me the cool robot lady that does the old timey yep that's what you say to your okay google and it's like okay i know that i apologize <laughs> if i have triggered your google assistant multiple times in this last moment so, uh, hey Siri, <laughs> there you go. Nailed it. <laughs> I figured I should do it on both both sides of the aisle. Mm-hmm. Alexa, tell me I'm beautiful. There you go. Now, now your Alexa just told you that you are beautiful, that, and it's all thanks to us here at Back to the Futurama. We do a service here, and uh, gosh darn it, I know that Alexa thinks you're beautiful. Leela is advocating for using devices longer to prevent them going to the third world. And then at that point, a commercial for the new iPhone comes on from MomCorp. Every, literally everyone in the room throws away their current uh, cell phone to go walk to mom. Hermes has a Blackberry because, of course, he does. Uh-huh. Bureaucrat. Sure. And yeah, so they go outside and stand in a line that is right up to the planet express entryway yeah and mom's store is across town yep 
So they're in line for probably days. I mean, it is crawling. The professor thinks he's dying when he walks into a like uh, area lit by a streetlight. Uh, they have to have been there for quite some time. Yeah, I, I do love it's like, well, I guess it's time to go to hell. He knows who he, he is, man. He knows who he is and where he's going. He and knows, he's okay with it. He knows what he's about. They uh, go into the store to buy this iPhone. And uh, I will say that while I think overall uh, Futurama is probably not the best when it is being satir- like trying to be like satirical with modern social commentary. Sure. They kind of nail the whole like iPod uh, commercial that was going on at the time oh, with yeah. like the dancing silhouettes and with the fancy colors behind. Yeah. And Amy's like, it's that obscure underground song that constantly plays everywhere, <laughs> which is basically what those iPhone and oh, yeah. iPod commercials were is like, here's a song nobody knows of. And now you'll never stop hearing it. Here's Feist. Exactly. Yeah. And now everybody knows Feist. Exactly. It's not why I know Feist. A friend of mine in college, really. You knew Feist before they were cool. Before they were cool. (laughs) Right here, right now, hipster. Um, Well, welcome to Back to the Futurama, a a hipster podcast about Futurama. So for a very long time, I avoided the hipster label. And then one day I bought a turntable at a Goodwill and then replaced the cartridge by myself in it and also... Uh, maybe joined not one but two different vinyl album of the month clubs. I appreciate this moment. You t- you're like, I'm just gonna look at my nails real fast, very very calmly, very very uh-huh. uh, nondescriptly. Like you know, just two of them. It's fine. Just two. One was. One would have been too small. Well, and one was very specifically. It was only for independent artists who. It was the first pressing of the album. So it was like super indie. And then one was a lot less indie, but you know, they sent me some one good stuff. One was more like the Columbia Records They sent Club. me, they sent, well, I mean, they still like curated the list. They okay. sent me. It wasn't um, just a big old list of the, here the, are the records. The you War get. on Drugs. They okay, got yeah. a good album. Um, oh, they sent me Explosions in the Sky. Okay. Because cool. uh, The Earth is Not a Cold Dead Place, one of my favorite albums of all time. So they did a good job. The, good job. But the point is, I no. can't say I'm not a hipster anymore. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, wait, when the way you looked at your fingernails when you're like, yeah, I'm not a hipster anymore. It's just, it's, it's all just works together, or I, I can't reject it. It's just all very good to me. It all adds together to a, a cohesive whole, a visual bit that literally one person in the world will have ever seen, and that is you. Well, I also described it so that our listeners at home could know it. They can envision that perfectly in I, their mind's eye right now. I know that there are some people that can envision a lot in their mind's eye. This is also where we get the shut up and take my money meme because Fry is all ready to take this yeah. iPhone. Even though it's $500, no choice of carrier, the battery can't hold a charge and the reception is not. And then he just like interrupts him with the shut up and take my money. Uh-huh. Yeah. Remember when the iphone the actual real life iphone was only on at&t i do like that was the only way you could get a smartphone i think uh i think my wife had a, an iphone at that point i i was still i didn't jump into the the smartphone stuff until i was finished with my uh it was a motorola razor 
Ooh, I really wanted one of those back at the time. I had a like a super cool red one. Oh yeah. I think it was the coolest I ever have been or ever will be. I say on the podcast that multiple people listen to, still, the Razer was super cool. Once you had a cool red Razer phone, and now you do a podcast about Futurama. It's, it's been all downhill from that phone, my dude. I know. It's but it's okay. I it it like the professor accepting that he's in hell. I'm accepting that my life was probably best when I had that razor. So the iPhone and the Futurama iPhone is a phone that literally gets jammed into your eye because it has this like screen in front of your face and it is it looks very uncomfortable uh-huh not to mention any, the earpiece that gets uh jammed into your ear with a giant hammer i'm very glad they don't show that one the Same. eye thing was enough but he he takes out a whole freaking mallet to like i mean it's like driving in a a, a steak. steak yeah uh-huh. it's not it is intense while this is happening there's an advertisement at the iphone store which Mom is talking about her favorite app, the Twitcher app. You can send, see and send twits. It's very obviously a Twitter like mm-hmm. Yeah, thing. it's 100% Twitter. She calls it, uh, she says that unbiased reporting, which is definitely not, not it, super biased, uh, is calling it a killer app. And she laughed and it cuts to her in her office like, Haha, I meant it's a killer app. Back at Planet Express, everyone is checking out their new iPhones. They're watching uh, cool download episodes of like the Real Housewives of Sim City. And I think I'd watch that. I've played enough The Sims. Yeah, I I can't even start talking about The Sims, or else this whole podcast is going to be about I, The Sims. Yeah, that's true. Maybe we should have the uh, you should somebody should have a The Sims podcast because I've been considering getting back into the game. Okay. Well, um maybe I should I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to spend all the time on here, but <laughs> I but, did watch I did watch a Polygon video about the music of The Sims and I was enraptured. I mean, I'm just saying I've got a great story about the time I made characters based on the characters from King Lear and King Lear wanted to see the ghost of Brenda and he killed her with flame jets. It was very good. You Ask me about that story sometime. Literally everyone, because I tell it to everyone. Would it be a good idea for an efficiency standpoint on you having to tell the story over and over to our mini fans <laughs> and instead just tell it now? No, I don't. I can't. You can't get into that. It's <laughs> We're going to be here for hours if I start talking about the Sims it's, it's stories. It's like flashbacks, man. He can't. He can't. He can't do it. Bender also does uh he he says that cool kids like him now mash up their own phone episodes which, which is all my circuits and then he is very clumsily like digitized in with really bad voice bender will save the day it's very good it's so good we also find out the iphone can make phone calls this thing's a phone too it's at this point <laughs> one of my favorite jokes in the entire episode is that uh Fry and Leela are talking on the phone, and Fry's like, "Are you? Should you be driving? You're on the phone." And she says, "No, it's hand free. That's how I can eat this taco." And in my other hand, this plate of spaghetti, because first of all, that's quite a combination. <laughs> I love the two, but never the two shall meet. Le- okay, let me 
I bet you there's a decent taco spaghetti recipe out there somewhere. If you find it, please tweet it back to Futurama. We can't keep doing this, Daniel. So, um, <laughs> well, I want to I want to point out because because Futurama, you're right, isn't very good at satirical, but it does it does a really low key moment really well. Exactly, that's where its strength is because like this random moment where Leela is holding a taco and a plate of spaghetti while driving. Sure, I'm actually going a little bit back though. Oh, okay. Because it's it's it, Futurama is very good at the absurdist stuff. Like that's just listen to the podcast. You could you uh-huh. we we talk about how good it is at this, but it's it, like I said, it's not very good at that satire of modern day. Except for this one moment when they're all sitting around the conference room table looking at their iPhones. I found that to be probably at that point basically a reflection of what life is, not a this is what it's going to be. But I thought it was still very, very good because I mean, they nailed that. You're not right. And I, I think it might not be funny, but I think it's they just got they understand that. And I thought that was a really interesting note there. So as Leela crashes the ship into Planet Express because she is trying to eat both a taco and a plate of spaghetti while driving and, a spaceship. And also taking a phone call. Which is the Actually, real dangerous cr- making part. A, making a phone call. She's the one that called Fry. Uh, at that point, Leela crashes in and Bender has videotaped it and he twits it to all of his Twitcher followers. He also puts a laugh track underneath it, which seems... Naturally. It also seems pretty rough to do that to a friend. Then again, Bender has a strategy about his followers and is to get as many as possible regardless of the of what he has to do. He should start a podcast about Futurama because that has netted us some number of followers. <laughs> it's also evident that Mom is using this basically to just push ads out. Fry has a, a Twitcher update where he's like... He calls it his hourly twop date. Uh huh. He's burping up eggs and scratching his underarm fungus, looking for love. And then, uh, so he starts getting an ad for underarm fungus cream to help that underarm fungus. Yeah, I, the ad is really well, con- like poorly well constructed. Like it's it's very funnily poorly constructed. There we go. And Hermes, my sentence was poorly constructed. Yes, Hermes gets an update. Uh, an ad to uh, stuff a you face at the pizza place as he's playing uh, space invaders while having the munchies and it turns out they're all at the pizza place already so you know awesome also i could totally go for pizza now anyways that's beside the point uh bender twits out a like a story about him being on a five or five days into a worldwide kayak trip or something yeah he's just making stuff up i would also like to point out the pizza place still has chairs where the knees bend backwards. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, it I was, was a good, for those a good little throwback. That's and good. And I really appreciated that. Um, Fry, meanwhile, only has two followers. He thinks three, but then he finds out Leela unsubscribed. Oh, I thought I thought the in, in, that he had four before, and now it's three. Oh, I see. Yeah, I like how it's Bender and Hermes stayed on. Like, yeah, I'll, let's see what Fry uh-huh. has to say. I mean, he, you know, got to find out how that underarm fungus stuff worked out for him. Uh, counterpoint. No, I don't want to. I don't want to know anything about Fry's underarm fungus. Uh, Fry is kind of mad about Bender's tactics in gaining followers and makes a bet that he can get to a million before him without underhanded tactics. 
Um, the winner gets a dollar. The loser has to do a double somersault into a tub of alien goat vomit and diarrhea. Before we get to the alien goat vomit and diarrhea. Yeah. That's what the toilet said. Anyways. Um, yeah, that's that was that one worked. I do want to make a note that I think Fry asks, or maybe Fry or Leela ask, since when is the internet about robbing people of their privacy? Bender responds with <laughs> August 6th, 1991 which was the date that Tim Berners-Lee announced the World Wide Web project and software on alt.hypertext newsgroup. So basically, since day one. Since day one. It's absolutely correct and also hilarious and also good job on the writers. As a deep cut. It's a deep cut that... From nerd. <laughs> from who know what a newsgroup is. From nerd downtown. <laughs> alt.nerd.downtown. you got me with that one that was good so yes let's get back to the alien goat vomit and diarrhea yeah there's a lot of it in this episode it is a lot of sounds coming from every orifice Uh of this goat it's a two-sided goat yeah two-sided it's it's got a head on both ends it's a (laughs) four-dimensional goat Uh, it's it's like a cat dog if it was just goats if it was just two goats exactly so Stuff is coming out of each one of the orifices. Now I want to watch Cat Dog. You want to do a Cat Dog podcast? I would love to do a Cat Dog podcast. Like, I would love to do a <laughs> an old school Nick podcast. That would be fun. Like, uh, Cat Dog, Ah Real Monsters, uh-huh. the, the glory years of Doug. Uh-huh. Yeah, none of that Disney crap. No, none of that. That's not Nick. That's not real Nick. Um... Uh, well, uh, 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 Rugrats. Oh, of course, Rugrats. Rugrats, oh, of course. Oh, I think, uh, yeah, let's just, let's do it. It's fine. It'll be easy. This is, this is what we're going to do at the end of Back to the Future. We're just going to segue rice, right, right nicely. So yes, this goat is making various fluids come out of its various orifices with rather disgusting sound effects. And incredible volume and consistency. It's just, it's like a faucet. So we get a... It's gross. We get a contest montage of Fry trying to get more followers and Bender trying to get more followers. My favorite part is when Fry decides to do a video on his political views, part 56, tariffs. That seems like the uh, the part 56 theist political view you could have. Yep. My favorite bit is that immediately afterwards, we watch Fry's... Uh, Twitter or Twitcher, whatever followers go down, and Bender puts uh, Amy in a bikini in front of the same the whiteboard. exact same political views part fifty six tariffs board, and, and his skyrockets to eight hundred thousand. Sex sells, man. It sure does, even when there's tariffs around. We also find out at this point that Mom is really invested in this because as soon as somebody reaches a million followers, she'll transmit the twit worm that infects the human brain. All those people uh, will become zombies that follow all of Mom's commands. It's, It's very, very bad. As Fry is lamenting that he's going to have to uh, take a dip in this pool... Uh, which Amy and Leela are sitting in front of the pool, like sunbathing. Pick somewhere else. Well, they do have uh, clothespins on their noses, so there's that. There's still, there's still some oddball 
visual. There's an audio visual component <laughs> to this. It's it's really all all uh, all senses. Oh, I forgot to mention the goat's name is Mr. Chunks. Oh yeah, I forgot about the name. Uh-huh. Oh, it just adds together into just a horrible medley. Speaking of horrible medley, suddenly there's a voice that starts singing out of nowhere. This very like weird shrill sort of voice. And then Leela gets really concerned and runs off, and nobody really knows what's going on. And then Fry goes after her, and she is in the locker room. My, is she singing a duet with She's this unknown voice? She's singing a duet with an unknown voice, or singing I Dreamed a Dream from Les Mis. And uh, it turns out it's a boil on her butt, and it's Scottish, and its name is Susan. Mm-hmm. Because welcome to the most dated <laughs> yeah, it's joke. Fair. It's... <laughs> super dated in all of futurama i don't know why they decided to be like let's tackle this one specific part of the cultural zeitgeist that is guaranteed to last forever my friend and let's tackle that now before everyone else gets on the- oh that never really took off i have okay, a theory great. yes i have a theory they heard the name susan boyle uh-huh and they thought hey wouldn't it be funny if there was a Boyle named susan that sang done uh that's a I think that's uh-huh. all you thought. I do want to point out that the Boyle, uh, Susan, is uh, voiced by Craig Ferguson. I did not know that. Yep. I double checked because I was like, that sounds like Craig Ferguson. And I was right. Uh, so, yeah. It's a good this... role for Craig, I think. Sure. I mean, he does it well. I mean, if, yeah, he's he's portraying a awkward representation of a real human. But instead of a human, it's a boil on someone's butt. And um, sure, mm-hmm. does a pretty good job. Speaking of uh, Su- Susan the Boyle, uh, there is a surprising amount of discussion on the Infosphere about it being a manifestation of Leela's mutantism. I mean, it would make sense. Sure, I just, I, I didn't. <laughs> it's very funny to me. Out, like you could go, you could go deep in a conversation about this. We are not going to because we're not that kind of podcast. I'd rather talk about The Sims or Doug. Exactly. Or we're that kind of podcast. Anything. We don't talk about Futurama. We just kind of wave our hands around. It, you know, You know. it's like, uh, you know, sometimes you go to a, a, a bar and you're like, oh, I'd like a, a, I'd like a cocktail. And in that cocktail, they, they pour a good amount of booze and then they wave orange juice around it. And then there's your cocktail. Mm-hmm. That's what this Futurama podcast is. We they we wave pour, Futurama. Yeah, we wave Futurama uh-huh. around a glass that has the Sims in it. Here you go. <laughs> that sounds like us. It still goes down smooth, I hope. Anyway, Leela is ashamed of Susan. I I can under I can believe it. Uh, if my butt was singing, I'd be pretty ashamed of that too. Or I'd just Well I mean So here here's a thought. Because the toilet knows. The toilet definitely the knows. The toilet knows my butt tries to sing. <laughs> Again, bad stomach. Anyway, is it going too much to the toilet? A little bit. Okay, it's it's a little bit. It's a little. T- this is a very toilet heavy episode. For for a joke that lasted approximately seven seconds. Yeah, I I love that joke. It's not to, to do some foreshadowing. <laughs> it's pr- it's probably gonna feature in my grades. Okay. Well, yeah, it starts. The the boil starts singing Amazing Grace, and then Leela stabs it with a scalpel, and Susan sort of deflates, 
And it turns out that Fry was videotaping this with his iPhone. Mm-hmm. Leela tells him to delete it right now. And uh, he he is about to until he sees Bender pouring hot sauce into the vomit pool, which is... That's crossing a line. That's too much. Also, that's a sentence that crosses the line. Who, and just a waste of perfectly good hot sauce. I, but that's also fair. As somebody that y- you are a person that appreciates that soy sauce, you would love that soy sauce. Soy sauce? Yeah, it, it's turned into soy sauce in my head. I'm, I'm sticking with it. Fry decides that because he can't stand the consequences of losing this bet with Bender. I can believe it. Yeah. He posts the video of Susan singing Amazing Grace and getting stabbed. And the next day, everyone is watching this video. Everyone's laughing at this video. They are running up to Leela and trying to get autographs from the boil on her butt. Which is a a cute little moment when when she realizes they're not She's not the one that needs to be signing this. Uh-huh. And they, they hold a book up to her butt. That, that was funny to me. There's a Marilyn Monroe sort of like... Dress coming up. Yeah, like a, a draft up the skirt that pushes it up. And they take pictures of Susan on her butt. And then it just like like zooms away from, from uh, Leela as she's like sobbing. Uh, Mr. Chunk dies at this point in the episode he's just dead but he yeah. died doing what he loved we should all be so lucky um i i i don't know how to react to that sentence uh but bender basically just pushes mr chunks into the pool because why not at this point scruffy also shows up here which i really love because he he puts a uh board like he he nails it into the window yeah uh and he's like I turned a regular board into a diving board. I love the fact that the moment he came up, I was like, oh, I'm dedicating a section of my notes to him because I haven't turned myself into a parody of myself yet. Um, But I mean, you know, if I'm only going to get one line of Scruffy, at least it's a good line. It's a very good line. Most of the crew is sitting in the the office, um, Mm -hmm. the meeting room at Planet Express. Uh, The professor summons them all in, saying there's impending news. We're about to find out who's going to win this contest. Bender gets upset because, like, wait a minute, there's a chance I could have lost this thing? And uh, it turns out that somehow they get one million followers at exactly the same time. So nobody lost, so nobody has to jump in the vomit. Bender exclaims he wins again. I think Fry is just happy. I'm going to go on record saying anyone who doesn't have to jump into a pool of alien goat (laughs) vomit and diarrhea and hot sauce... And the goat. And the goat's dead body wins. That's fair. Fry is is kind of just despondent that he what he did to Leela. Uh-huh. I mean, because Leela is just really upset, understandably. Mm-hmm. And so he is he's not really happy with himself because sure he didn't have to jump in the, the pool, but Leela is uh really upset with him. Right. Uh mom is, was watching this as well and is happy that it's a tie because now she'll have two million zombies which <laughs> which i i forgot this was a joke and then uh-huh. i started right i wrote down literally in my notes before this joke happened not realizing that there's probably some crossover between benders and fries fans uh-huh and then walter makes the exact same point <laughs> and gets smacked for being technically correct the best kind of correct right which uh i really love because 
Because, yeah, it's one of those things where, like, if you are a numbers nerd, like I'm sure both of us yeah. are, it's, it's it, like, wait, wait a minute. That's not, this that's is not, not how this works. That's not how numbers work. I and, mean, they're two discrete sets, sure, but there's definitely a union between uh-huh. the two. So, yeah, when she eventually flips that switch to activate it, she does call back to that and say, it's time to create one million to two million zombies. <laughs> So at least she's learned. It's it's you it's, know. I I appreciate that even though uh, Walter got smacked for being technically correct, the best kind of correct, she at least re- recognized that he was technically correct, the best kind of correct. Meanwhile, Leela is walking down the street, and those same construction workers that were laughing at her before are still laughing. But it turns out that now they're laughing at a video of Fry cautiously kind of trying to go out on this diving board, and then it snaps, and then he falls. Kind of not in the pool. Yeah, he he lands on like the back of his neck, and then he falls the pool, in the and pool. Then he, yeah, and then kind of struggles in the pool for a bit because it's, you know, the pool's still full of you know alien goat vomit, alien goat diarrhea, hot sauce, and the alien goat's corpse. Uh huh. One of the construction workers does point out that it's both disgusting and inspiring, like Jared from Subway, in a joke that has not aged well. <laughs> oh boy, no. I believe there was a joke just a minute later. It's like it's like the video of Jared being eaten by a sandworm or something. A giant caterpillar. That's a that joke has aged Got better. better. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm way more into that yeah, joke that now. That section aged better. Yeah. So as everybody's moved on to a new video, uh, Leela has kind of gotten a new lease on life. This is when Mom activates the thing, getting an unstoppable army of one to two million zombies. Bender and Fry start transmitting the uh, twitworm. Fry says, I'm tired of my eye doing things. Yeah. I mean, like, his eye is literally, like, blinking. Yeah. Uh, So I I get it. I just thought it was funny, like, the moment, watching the, like, way is like, I need this in my eye, too. It's fine. All right. I wish it would stop. Is is very like te- uh-huh. getting new tech to hating it. Yep. Like I remember getting my laptop. Like this is the fastest awesome thing. Now I want. I can't wait to get rid of it. I want it gone. <laughs> I want a new one so bad. Leela comes up to Fry, who is sitting in front of the Planet Express building. He's really sad, and he smells like New Jersey, um, according to Leela. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I have no ill will toward the people of New Jersey or its fine state mm-hmm. probably i've never been there uh fry so fry apologizes for doing that to leela and leela came to thank him fry says do you mean hit me <laughs> yeah because it turns out now that the world knows about susan she no longer has to feel ashamed and they've patched things up and so everything is fine um uh the the sentence itself is thanks to fry's selfish rudeness a terrible weight has been lifted from leela's heart Mm-hmm. I kind of love that sentence. It's very poetic in a way. Meanwhile, everyone else around them is becoming a zombie, mm-hmm. and they are all slowly shuffling toward the iPhone store where mom has just released the iPhone version 2.0. And that is Futurama doing some more social commentary. I think they were kind of right about that one, no, honestly. Um, I, th- I think, again, it's just that, I mean, this came out in 2000... 2010. So they'd already kind of seen this happen once mm-hmm. before. So it's like, like you could see the parallels. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're you're kind of regurgitating it back to us. Like, w- that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's not that different. So it's like, oh, yeah, that's you just kind of took that out of... Right. But I still think it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, And 
that means that it is time for grades. Um, so there are some really unsavory parts of this episode for me. Uh, mainly the alien goat vomit and diarrhea. Yep. And also, I'm not a huge fan of the Susan Boyle subplot thing. It's not even a subplot. It's just like a thing that happens. Yep. Past that, I think it's a pretty good episode. Okay. Um, uh, It's got uh, my favorite episode uh, joke of the episode with the Japanese toilet. See, I told you it was going to come it, back. It came back around. That foreshadowing foreshadowed this very moment. We're here. That's what the toilet said. That's what the toilet <laughs> <laughs> To a toilet, every time you eat is foreshadowing. Continue with <laughs> what you were saying about grades. I'm gonna I, can't, give, I'm I gonna, can't keep doing that. I'm going to give that, that joke an A+. Anyway, um, so I, th- I think it's, it's certainly better than last week's. Yes. I think we can agree with on that. I, well, 100% <laughs> yes. I, I, I had a pretty okay time watching it outside of the vomit and boil. I thought it was it wasn't particularly inspired on the satire of iPhones or cellular phones or just mm-hmm. consumer mindset around new technology, but I thought it got the point across and I thought it was funny enough. Like I I mean it's not my favorite episode, but I think it would I think it's probably you know I think I'm gonna give it a B minus. Okay. So yeah, like I said, I find Futurama is kind of at its weakest when it is trying to be like clever satire on current events uh we'll see this coming up again in Mm -hmm. next episode couple episodes um but i've never really cared for it i don't think they do it particularly well satire takes a very it's a very delicate delicate line to walk yeah so yeah i mean i i've i wasn't super impressed with it in 2010 when i watched it brand new i wasn't super impressed with it with it in 2018 when i watched sure. it now and yeah you know sure they they called it people can't wait to upgrade to the newest iphone because it's faster you know whatever right the susan boyle stuff is it felt almost dated then sure. when it was i mean like susan boyle was this sensation that lasted for i don't know a couple months maybe, maybe. like it was all over the place and then it stopped being a thing and like it it felt almost dated then like I, does anybody does anybody remember susan boyle these days like i mean i remembered it mostly because it was like there was this is the episode that has the joke for that uh, and then of course all the the double-headed goat making all the gross sounds is i don't I don't much uh I mean I'm I'm not usually that like grossed out by tons of stuff but like this is, it's a little too bit too much for me in this sure. episode. I think it's got some fun jokes uh but it's definitely still trying to find its footing since coming back. Sure. Um I would give it a C. Okay. Um it's not the worst but you know those those couple of great moments really do shine through which right. I appreciate but uh I don't yeah, there there's enough problems in this and i'm just like i'm not in sure. love with it yeah it's it's i mean i i attempted to do in my grades but it is kind of tough to remove out the pieces that are like dated and not right. funny but i, I mean we, certainly I, I i i i try to grade by did i have a decent enough time watching sure. it? Yeah, yeah i did so 
so yeah we'd love to know what you think whether you you think it's super dated probably yes uh or if you really liked it or anything in between about this or any other episode do you think it's a a great episode that came out of the goat's mouth or a terrible episode that came out of the goat's other mouth ben we talked about this I thought, I thought you spent all episode talking about toilets. Give me this one thing. You kept saying stop it with the toilet humor, and then at the very end, you're like, because if you bogart all the toilet humor, there's no toilet humor left for me. Oh, I see. That's what the toilet said. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we want to know what do you think about this episode. Um, there are plenty of ways to get in contact with us. You can email us at Back to the Futurama Podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at Back to Futurama. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash back to Futurama. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so find us there, review us, rate us, subscribe, and send to your friends, and we can all get new iPhones together. There was a moment where I was thinking, like, you could do the the goat joke, and I'm like, no. No. I think that is everything. Patreon? Um, oh, we got, yeah, we have a Patreon if you want to support us. Uh, you can do that at patreon.com slash back to Futurama. We've got all sorts of different rewards and stuff there mm-hmm. that you can get in on if that's your kind of thing. And we we love everybody for coming with us on this journey every week. Thank you for all your support. Uh, we love you. And and if you decide to kick us some money, like that's you you are golden. Thank you so much. So. And until next week, I'm Ben and I'm Mike. Goodbye, Goodbye from, from the world, world of tomorrow. tomorrow.